Oh, wow. Look at this. It's Wednesday again, and there's another new episode of the Alex B. Podcast? What? I'm going to try to keep to my word of making this a weekly thing. But sometimes the news is just too depressing, like I've said before. And you just want to open up the news and go, man, what the fuck? All right. Points to ponder. What's going to happen with this? We're going to get to cruise the new, news cruise and everything else in a second. But I always want to try to throw out that, like, mm, what's going to happen to Carly Russell now? Okay, obviously, she wasn't kidnapped. Obviously, she didn't see a baby on the side of the road. So what was the motive for faking the story? Was she cheating on her man? Was she fucking hanging out with the cartel? Was she hanging out with the dope? Like, what? what is the motive behind it? And where was she for those two days? That's what I think that's probably the biggest question that I think a lot of people have. You know, because you hear about people sometimes, you know, faking their deaths or, you know, making themselves disappear, insurance scandal, blah, 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 blah. But what is this? What is this for? Her lawyer says, Carly, ask for your forgiveness and prayers. Man, I don't know about that. Somebody needs to send that bitch a bill for all the resources that were wasted. It just doesn't make any sense. Now they're just trying to figure out where she was for those two days. 25 years old, disappears on July 13th, says she sees this toddler walking on a stretch of interstate, and she comes home two days later and says she was up to, it was like, it was a nationwide thing. It was on every news station. You know, we almost forgot about, you know, the whole Coke stuff in the White House because we were fi- figuring out what happened to Carly Russell. I hope they find out why. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why somebody would do this. I guess that's going to be the biggest thing. Are we ever going to find the truth on why she did it? You know, and is it, and what is it push, punishable by? You know, false reporting. I don't know. It makes you. It makes you just think about all the. Um, you know, just all all the you know, the people were worried. Her family, everything. Her family must feel like a bunch of fucking fools. Could you imagine? Being her family, like her dad or whatever, going to a grocery store. Yeah, man, I heard your daughter pulled some shit. And you just hang your head down and go, man, I don't know what the fuck she was doing. Like, what do you do in that particular case? I don't know. It makes you just think like, man, what the fuck is going on? So we're going to get to our news cruise or cruise the news, however you want to paraphrase it. We're going to get to that. I'm going to play some music and keep you entertained on this hump day. I'll be right back. And you're listening to the Alex B podcast in case you didn't know. Mind your business, bitch. Mind your business, bitch. Where she at? 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 There she go, there she go, there she go, there she go, there she go. What she do, what she do, what she do, what she do, what she do. Too much watching, watching, watching me, watching, watching you. Manjoki, 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 Mind your business, bitch. Mind your business, bitch. Mind your business, bitch. Too much looky, looky, get up off me. Too much watchy, wah. Hands up in the cookie jar, they watching me, they watching y'all. They got eyes up in the sky, so pose for that camera. They follow me, follow me, follow me, follow, follow me. Uptown, downtown, everywhere, turn around, Hollywood, London. Snap, snap is the sound, paparazzi shot me, I am the 
follow me, follow me, follow, follow me. Where she at? 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 There she go, there she go, there she go, there she go, there she go. What she do? 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 Too much watching, watching, watching me, watching, watching you. Manjo be, 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 Looky, looky, I'm so sick of all these looky loos. Everybody looking at me like I was the breaking news. Police gotta stay watching every step I take, every move I make, every breath I take. <sighs> If they don't get up on my face, I'll send the dogs out. Five seconds and then the dogs come out. You know what happens when the dogs come out. None of your bitch. Manjo be, 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 You're listening to the Alex B podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media: Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word, the Alex B podcast. Okay, I'm sure I'm going to get clowned, but that is the new Britney Spears record with Will I Am. Song's called "Mind Your Business, Bitch." It doesn't say "bitch" in the title, like in, on the YouTube page. But check this out: the DJ side of me, everybody knows, I've been a club DJ like forever. Now, obviously, I'm not actively doing clubs. Occasionally, when I'm not full of shit, I actually get in my studio and do some mixing. I'm going to tell you this, and you may think I'm a fucking loser, but that's a good track. I'm not saying it's going to win a Grammy, but if you listen to all of some of the other bullshit that's on the radio right now, it's a good dance track, I think. It's got a good beat, and you can dance to it. But think about this now. I just had an idea. I'm sure I'm not the only one. Okay, Fergie left the Black Eyed Peas. Britney Spears hasn't been doing shit for quite a while. Why not put her as the new lead singer of the Black Eyed Peas? There you go. Problem solved. So I guess this is in response to everybody with this free Britney campaign and, you know, what is she doing? She's, you know, kind of losing her shit or whatever. And I think it's a cool track. Like I said, the DJ side of me, I'd play that in a club in a heartbeat. You know, I would. I think I think it's cool. So there you go. Uh, it just came out, I guess, like just this past week. All right, that's enough of that. Now let's uh, hop aboard and let's do a news cruise, shall we? All right, let's uh, start our news cruise journey in Wisconsin, shall we? Let's talk about the cheeseheads. A disgraced Wisconsin prosecutor secretly recorded himself having sex with three women, including one he was prosecuting. Wait, listen to this sick fuck, man. Daniel Steffen, age 52, was an assistant district attorney in Burnett County, Wisconsin. During his crimes, he was heard in at least one of the recordings promising leniency in exchange for sex, according to the criminal complaint. Did he say something like, hey, man, you give me this ass and I'm going to give you a pass? 
Ah, that's probably inappropriate, but whatever. It's Jesus. I'm just, uh, sometimes my mind just is all over the fucking place. He was sentenced to 18 months in prison after he was convicted in April. He faced a maximum of 10 years behind bars. One of the victims identified in court documents as victim one was the defendant in a criminal case that he was prosecuting. While the defendant and victim one are still engaged in sex, the defendant looks at the camera, sticks his tongue out, and winks several times, and can be heard repeatedly telling the victim who's in charge. Man. Man. I don't know. I thought my fucking paraphrase was better. Still, he's still a stick buck. Shouldn't be doing stuff like that. Wow. This guy, man, what the fuck? So victim one originally denied having relations with the prosecutor while she was being questioned by investigators, but later admitted to it after they told her she was seen in a recording on his iPad, which was seized as evidence, court documents said. Oh, man. So the prosecutor gave her his uh, personal cell phone number. They texted for a couple days before he invited her to his home where they had sex several times. According to the criminal complaint, they also had sex at his office during work hours. How the fuck did they pull that off? Man, this motherfucker bold, isn't he? Now, trust me, I know sex in the office goes on. It definitely happens at fucking casinos. I got, I can, I can fucking testify to that. Not me personally, but I know, folks. Regardless, all jokes aside, you shouldn't be doing stuff like that. That's fucking dirty. So occasionally, like again, I like to take somewhat of a serious topic, somewhat crack a joke at it, and you may either laugh, not tell anybody you're laughing, which is cool. I won't tell anybody, or you can just fast forward onto the next story, like right now. All right, let's go to O'Fallon, Illinois. I kind of lived in that area before uh, before moving into a permanent house when I came to the area in 21. Listen to this. An, o- an O'Fallon, Illinois family woke up Sunday morning after bricks were thrown through their windows. Suzanne Gibson said the sound of shattering glass has been living and replaying in her family's minds since it happened around 4.30 in the morning on Monday. So it was Monday or Sunday. I don't know. I think the press got that kind of fucked up. So... She says the scariest thing was it went through one of the windows that used to be her 13-year-old son's room. So that's pretty bold. If you're going to launch a brick through somebody's window, especially in the age of like ring cameras, okay, because let's face it, man, ring cameras are fucking everywhere. You see them you know, all over TikTok. You see them you know, pretty much in crime stories and shit. So if you're launching bricks through somebody's window, somebody in that house done something. People don't just randomly launch bricks through fucking windows, okay? So there's more to the story. Uh, so then, on top of that, someone used gallons of motor oil to cover furniture, concrete, and fill up parts of their swimming pool. The damage is adding up to tens of thousands of dollars. Something's, man, something. Uh, 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 now, something's now. O'Fallon, Illinois police say the suspects uh, that they're um, that they're looking at are in their mid to late teens. Uh, the lieutenant of the police department says video shows them riding away from the house on a motorized bike or scooter. The motorized bike or scooter does not have a working taillight. Well, of course not, man. If you're launching bricks through somebody's window, you're going to try to go in incognito as fuck as possible. Uh, police are asking people in nearby neighborhoods to keep their eye open to find out who did it. Something tells me, I don't know. They said the teens were in and out of her backyard in like five minutes. I don't know, man. That's balls. That's balls. Something's going on. It says sounds like a grudge fucking, a grudge fucking thing. You know what I mean? 
You're gonna, you're not just gonna randomly launch. Especially, you're gonna go behind in somebody's pool and spend that time spreading motor oil all over shit, and then launching bricks. Nah, man, nah. So my question is this: What about if they would have woke up the homeowner? Let's say the homeowner was sleeping in the living room at the time. Let's see, let's say he fell asleep watching fucking Dateline or something, and would have got out the fucking, you know, would have got out his gat. Then what? Oh wait, you can't shoot them because they're not inside your house. Like. So many things that could have gone wrong for these kids that did this. But still, something something, something isn't adding up. Again, I'm no math genius. But something like this just is not a random occurrence. I don't think anyway. I could be 1,000% wrong. But something tells me the kid might know something. Did he piss somebody off? Is there a grudge? Is there a revenge strike? I don't know. But I hope they catch the bad guys that did this. Fucking vandalizing motherfuckers' homes on a scooter. And causing that much damage? Uh-uh. Again, this goes back to getting the parents. Once you find out who did it, much like this education fucking thing that can get parents locked up if their kids are absent too many times from school, I think you ding the parents, break that paycheck, get that pool fixed, and then see if that slows down a little bit of the teen crime rate. All right, let's continue the cruise and go across the water into St. Louis. Now, I, this is the third time I've lived in the area. I've lived in this in the metro area three different times. Uh, first time I worked at Lynn Dickey Sports Cafe at 20th and Market in Union Station. Then I came back to work at Walter Payton's, same location, and now I'm back out here. So I've never been to the Botanical Gardens in St. Louis, but I heard it's really, really pretty. It's cool. They got like a lot of like rare flowers and stuff, and it's it's kind of a good way to spend an afternoon. So I might have to I might have to check it out. But then I saw this story and I'm like, wait a minute, man. Uh-uh, this stank. Did you know there was something called a corpse flower? And why do you call it a corpse flower, you ask? I'm about to tell you. A corpse flower named Octivia is expected to is expected to bloom this week at the Missouri Botanical Gardens. The eight-foot-tall plants are among the largest of their type in the plant kingdom, and witnessing the rare bloom is a feast for the eyes. Okay, fair enough. You know, you're going to watch the flower bloom. I get it. But, but... It comes with a powerful stink that is compared to rotting flesh. What? The Missouri Botanical Garden says that Octavia now has a twin. The corpse flower responsible for three blooms at the garden split earlier this year. Why the fuck would you want to go see a flower that smells like rotting flesh? Fuck all that. Nah. Why can't you just put it behind glass where you can't smell anything? That'd be cool. That might be something worth looking at. Corpse flowers do not have an annual blooming cycle. They only bloom when they have enough energy stored in a large underground stem called a corm, C-O-R-M. See, that sounds suspect as fuck, doesn't it? It also depends on the conditions like temperature and humidity. The blooms are rare and can vary from a few years or more than a decade. Could you imagine having this flower in the Missouri Botanical Gardens that smells like rotting flesh with a bloom that, that could last for a few? Man, no, no. I'm all about nature and all about looking at pretty shit, man. But if it smells like fucking a dead body, no, no, man, hard pass. Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? Would you like to ride in my beautiful balloon? Okay, this is some crazy shit. And if anybody does see the video, feel free to post it on the social media pages. I'd love to see it. 
Just because, and again, I only laugh because the guy's not really, really hurt. He didn't die, so there's a little bit of a chuckle on my part talking about this. The guy's 70 years old, 69 years old, was taken to a hospital after falling from a hot air balloon during a Connecticut festival over the weekend in Gulford, Connecticut. Now listen to this. First of all, he's a volunteer, so he wasn't even getting fucking paid to fucking be dangling from a fucking balloon. So the fire department said the incident happened about 945 this past Sunday night at the Gulford Fairgrounds, where the Balloon Glow Laser Show was being held. According to authorities, the man, a volunteer who was helping passengers on and off the aircraft, when the balloon began to rise. How come you guys didn't have that motherfucker anchored down? What'd you do? Just let a little, let a little bit of air out of it, let it hit the ground, and didn't think it was going to rise back up again? <sighs> wow. I... <laughs> The man was reportedly hanging on to the outside of the balloon's basket before he fell about 10 to 15 feet to the ground. So listen to what the, 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 the company says, because, you know, they're going to try to fucking spin this however they want. For some reason, the volunteer grabbed onto the bottom of the balloon as it ascended and was pulled off his feet. He dropped off at some point quickly and was injured in the fall. Our thoughts and prayers go out to him and his family. Did, you, did he really think he was going to stop the balloon from going up? Because that's what it sounds like to me. Dude, man, retire, bro. You're 69. It's a volunteer gig, so it's not even fucking paying. So they're not going to fucking pay for your injury. Man, fuck that. No. Mm-mm. Nope. That's another reason why not to go on a hot air balloon. All right. You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. I'll be back right after this short little musical break.
Welcome back to the Alex B. Podcast. Uh, I am he, me. Uh, just so you guys know, uh, anything that I see on this podcast is obviously just my opinions, my thoughts. They're not endorsed by anybody I'm employed by. Anybody, you know what I mean? Like, it's just me. Me, myself, and I, man. Solo fucking act. I take full responsibility. If you laugh, if you're offended, I'll fuck. I'll take responsibility there, too. I don't care. I don't know if you've seen this as we continue on our news cruise. I, I don't know the full story. I haven't researched it past this initial article. But an unidentified woman aboard a Spirit Airlines flight pissed in a corner of the airplane after allegations that flight attendants denied her request to use the restroom for two hours. How do, They can't fucking stop you from taking a piss. Some, something isn't adding up. A video of the incident posted by airlive.net. And I, I saw the video and I just... She was like copping a squat. She was doing her thing. I just don't understand why they would not let her go to the bathroom. And she says, I need to piss for two hours and you tell me I can't. You close the doors. The woman shouted at the flight crew and then one of the flight attendants says, say hello to the camera. Probably in a real snobby voice just like that. And uh, she said, the plane has stopped and I cannot hold my piss, the woman shouted. You could do whatever you want. You can send a warrant. Arresting me is better than this. And she copped a squat on the plane and fucking squatted, pissed. I don't know why they would tell her for two hours that she couldn't use the restroom. I don't know why. It's got to be something else. There's got to be something else. There's got to be more. I mean, I you know, you know, you've heard of people doing that like at concerts, right? You know, they'll put up the card or they'll piss on the other side of that. Or, you know, guys will fucking piss anyway. You know, so it's not uncommon. Um, I think to piss on an airplane in front of everybody is a little weird. But, you know, again, like I say, stupidity surrounds me. All right, we continue on the cruise. There's been a lot of stories in the news about carnival rides being all jacked up and falling apart. This is an interesting story. If you've ever been to Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio, uh, a guest there was injured by being hit by a cell phone while riding a roller coaster this past Saturday. According to a statement from Cedar Point, you know, they're going to control the media on that one. The guest was riding the Maverick. When he was hit by a phone that fell out of another rider's pocket, the injured person was treated by the Cedar Point First Aid Team and released according to the park. The man identified by the Detroit Free Press as David Carter told the paper he was struck in the head and started bleeding. He said he was diagnosed with a concussion the next day. Now, bro, let me tell you something. Don't do that next day shit because it's going to be hard to prove in court. If you even remotely think you got a concussion, just lay on the fucking ground and do something. So, I don't know. You're not supposed to have loose articles on there. So, uh, allegedly, uh, riders can only wear glasses if they are secured with an athletic strap or whatever. So, I guess there's a thing about, you know, having loose articles or whatever. But was the was the phone really in somebody's pocket? Or, because you know a lot of jackasses do that. Did somebody was, was somebody doing a selfie on the roller coaster and lost it? It makes you wonder. Because what I would do, if I got hit by that cell phone, I would try to find that cell phone. I would try to look at video footage, and if that motherfucker had it in his hand and dropped it and conked me in the head, I'd be getting paid. All right, now we go to some news from the loo right across the water. This is interesting because there's a lot of things that are left out of the story, and this is via courtesy of our friends out at fox2now.com. A St. Louis man was carjacked early Saturday morning in St. Louis after arranging a meetup through a dating app, but they're not stating what the dating app is. The victim, a 20-year-old man, was held at gunpoint before the carjacking. 
which happened around 1 a.m. near the intersection of O'Fallon and North First Streets in the near North River Front neighborhood. If you're meeting somebody on a dating app around 1 o'clock in the morning, y'all up to no good anyway. Not saying that you deserve to be, you know, fucking carjacked, but you couldn't really believe something legit was going to be going on. It, to the un, with the unnamed dating app, they're not even saying. Investigators say the victim agreed to meet the suspect through an undisclosed social media dating app. Hmm. The victim picked up the suspect up somewhere on Rosebud Avenue and drove a short distance away. At some point, the suspect produced a handgun and demanded the victim to get out of the car. The victim complied, and the suspect took off. In, and he didn't even get the fuck or nothing, man. Like, just bounced. Got his car took. Gray Nissan Rogue. Now, they're not saying it was male, female. They're not saying what the dating app was about. It's, it's really, it's, it's very evasive. It's very evasive. No arrest or injuries reported in this incident. So, mm, I don't know. See, a lot of times stories like this, because there, nothing, there wasn't really nothing like disastrous happening, you rarely hear about the follow-up to find out, A, because I want to know what dating app was it, number one. You know, and... You know, there's just, I just, I have questions. That's, that's just how I am. Okay. And before I wrap up this episode, I got even more questions. Just like I just said, I got questions, but I got more questions. I've never been to Trader Joe's. I guess that's supposed to be like health food and it's supposed to be shit. That's good for you. I guess. I don't know. Is it kind of like Whole Foods, Trader Joe's? I don't know. But listen to this. This is another reason why it's discouraging people from shopping healthy. Trader Joe shoppers should check their pantries for two kinds of the company's cookie products that were recently recalled because, ready for this, they may contain rocks. And I think they're talking about gravel rocks, not like, you know, crack rock. Uh, The retailer announced in a press release on July 21st that it had been notified about the possible contamination by a supplier. The two kinds of cookie products impacted by the recall include Trader Joe's Almond Windmill Cookies and Trader Joe's Dark Chocolate Chunk Almond Cookies. That's what a name for that, huh? Chocolate Chunk, you're going to bust a tooth because there might be a fucking piece of gravel in it. See? See? Oh, wow. The Almond Windmill Cookies. There's a bunch of SKU numbers I should be reading if I was doing like responsible reporting, but I'm not a reporter, so whatever. Anyway, uh, go to the website if you want to find out if the SKU number is related to anything that you may have. It is not known if there's been any reports of injuries or illness at this time. So what does the supplier do? Supplier called Trader Joe's. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know how, man, but like a handful of rocks got in the in the recipe. Like, I'm. <laughs> how does that happen? Are you guys making a shit outside? Are you guys like fucking making a shit in a fucking quarry? And Fred Flintstone dropped some fucking pebbles in on you? Like what? What happened? Again. I have questions. (laughs) Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you already know the deal. That's where you can find me. Thanks for listening on the different platforms, you know, Google, Apple, uh, Podcast. There's just so many of them, man. Thank you guys for listening and tuning in. And uh, I look at the numbers. I see what's going on. So thanks for listening to the Alex B Podcast. Have a great Wednesday night or Thursday morning or wherever you're listening to this. And I'll holler at you soon. Bye.